said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 188. I actually said that last week. It was 187. My bad. <laughs> uh, but episode 188, uh, we got the squad in the building. We got C in the building. We got Woozy, a.k.a. Bad Lungs in the building. Shout out to Gert. Shout out to Rico Key. Um, of course, if it's your first time listening, make sure you are subscribed to the pod go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts make sure y'all check all of our visual content on our youtube as well as our patreon at patreon.com backslash life as i see it podcast uh so this week i'm first gonna start with just speaking about my weekend because (laughs) my weekend was action-packed like uh first of all flew home flew to the crib was in Jersey for the weekend, um, and I flew in town to do and record episode two of Qualified Conversation. So that episode is coming soon. Uh, Interviewed the homie Quan, AKA uh, Mr. Giovanni. Um, Super dope, live from Rico Giovanni Studios. Uh, That's a vibe, so that should be coming soon. Be on the lookout for that. And then, you know, we spoke about it last week that, you know, the homie Rico Kid was his B-Day. Uh, he had a party, so, you know, of course, I was there, uh, Woods was there, uh, we all were there, and it was a super vibe, it was, it was dope, um, <laughs> Wooz, I, I, I let you chime in on, <laughs> on, on, on your, on your experience, matter of fact, I'm gonna just talk this to you now, cause, like, my weekend was packed, that's basically what I'm saying, my weekend was packed, super tired, yeah. You living like the rally, that but um, yeah, man. I, I'm surprised. I ain't gonna lie. I'm surprised by the by the um, the party because I was like a little skeptical because of the location. 
Damn. When I got up in there, it was a vibe. Everybody. I mean, of course, I knew everybody was going to know each other because it's people key the common, the common factor, right? Pretty much, it was just a chill vibe. I mean, you know, things happen in the, in the city of uh, in the city of Silk. You know, people, people double park things. You know what I mean? And then next thing you know, we in we in Kialo's mother house. <laughs> we had at the brib. <laughs> I, I, I had to park across the street. <laughs> nah, it definitely, um, it definitely was a vibe. Like he said, like I said, um, and like he said, you know, I mean, the shutdown. You know, anytime like a party gets shut down, obviously it's always like it's trash, right? It's the super bummer. But it, this was unique because um it's just it's just funny to watch how things unfold and how people handle it. You know what I'm saying? And how that whole situation was handled. Again, the party got shut down because, you know, it was cars double parked. The cops got called. Of course, they got to talk to this one and that one. People want to move their cars, but we drinking. But nobody's rambunctious, but it's the cops. But it's it's a lot of different personalities. It's a lot of different energy that's flowing around at that time. So it never got started back up. But at that point, everybody had already had a good night. Um, nobody was sloppy drunk and angry drunk. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't none of that energy. So it was a good vibe. So first and foremost, shout out to Rico Key. Um, who should or may be joining us a little bit later, but if not, um, shouts to him. It definitely was dope. And um, yeah, so that was my weekend. And then when I came back, uh, of course, it was Mother's Day. So um, shout out to all of the mothers out there. Happy belated Mother's Day. <laughs> so, uh, I, we, you know, see, we told you happy Mother's Day and all of that. But um, of course, happy Mother's Day. So we went to a Mother's Day concert. Maxwell and Marsha Ambrosius. Um, Marsha is always oh, Marsha who? Marsha Ambrosius, um, shorty from Floetry, the singer from Floetry. Oh, that's how you say her name. I always said it wrong. Yeah, I thought it was Ambrosia. Yeah, Ambrosius. But um, yeah, like she's always been super dope. She's been one of my favorite. Um, like Jasmine Sullivan, I feel has always been my number one. Um, and much respect to Whitney Houston because, she, you know, she can have, like, goat voice status. But, like, as far as personal favorite, Jasmine Sullivan is that for me. Um, I'll put her vocals up against anybody's. But Marsha Ambrosius is, she got a unique voice, first of all, because she's from the UK. You know what I'm saying? But her riffs is ill. They be smooth and flawless. Like, it's a super vibe. She got the action, accent. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, so she did her thing. Maxwell did his thing. Um, you know, like I said, I had an action-packed weekend. It was fun, but I was tired, y'all. <laughs> I ain't as young as I used to be. That's for sure. I said, yo, this nigga crazy. Crazy. This nigga living like like a rapper for real. <laughs> you know, stage to stage. Word up. Word up. It felt wild. It felt wild. It felt wild. But uh, you know, shout out to everybody who, you know, I was able to see and, you know, it was a lot of good vibes. Now, I'm about to switch the vibes because we got information over the weekend that John Morant is at it again. Yo, what is wrong with Ja 
Morant. He, his friend this time is recording on IG Live. They're in the car, and John Morant is in the car. They listening to uh, uh, who they was listening to? Uh, the homie who just dropped NBA Young Boy, right? Yeah, they listen <laughs> listening to NBA Young Boy, and he All flashing right. that. That was your first mistake, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? If you're not trying to commit no crime, then you shouldn't be listening to this. You need to just chill. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the name of the album, I think, is called Riches Op. Yeah. Come on, yo. I'm trying to act like you don't know Young Boy album, Dave. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I do know it, but I had to think about it because that's definitely not in my rotation. <laughs> definitely not in my rotation. You're I'm not sorry, the Riches Op? Yo, Young no. Boy be spitting, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. All of that. But my point is <laughs> the young man is in the car with a pistol to his to his temple listening to young boy. What is he doing? And his man catches him on live. Now the team, what they they suspended him from all activity. Like he just got suspended a few months ago for eight games. He lost, they said, I, I think they said close to 40 million already, just off of all of the shenanigans combined. Like, son is tripping. Yo, Kwame Brown, you know Kwame be going crazy. He called him NBA dumb boy. <laughs> he said, yo ass is NBA dumb boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's up, see? What's, 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 talk to, talk to me, please. I, I mean, I don't think he has an issue. I think it's all of us that have the issue. We clearly expect him to be act, like to act a certain way, and he's not. Like I didn't know. You know what I found out that his mom and sister had a problem at a volleyball game, and she called her son to that's in the NBA to handle that. Is the dad not an authoritative figure in the house? Because there's no way I'm calling my son to handle situations between me and my daughter if it's with whomever I'm calling my husband you know or the guy in my life my boyfriend an uncle whoever I'm never calling the son that's in that NBA but um obviously he's been the handler he's been the person with a certain set of skills for his family so he's bringing that to you know the NBA and he's getting stuff done I um I'm kind of upset with Nike because when that stuff happened with Kyrie, they was quick to drop Kyrie. Um, and homeboy just threw it out of link. So what y'all gonna do with this gun toting uh job Morant? <laughs> like what y'all gonna do with him? But wait, hold on. See, I'm confused because you're saying about John Morant and his, you know, mom and all of that. First of all, first of all, let me say this: it's a lack of guidance somewhere in the picture here clearly and say it's from his parents because sometimes your parents can't say like you know i'm not going to blame his parents for this but i'm saying they were at a volleyball game somebody apparently got smart with his mom and his sister and she called his son she called her son i'm sorry i i, I don't know I, all i know is oh John... i know that they've reported on that that happened and he came up there and he beat the boy up and, and took his phone or, or broke the phone or something. And he came up there and I'm confused as to why you would call him. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm not. I, I Yes, I agree. I'm also saying in addition to that, that John Morant, they're going to learn him. They're going to learn him. 
because he putting himself in this position. I don't want to hear it. Like he got to be accountable for his own actions. You wilding. You don't. You're not understanding. He just went on the apology tour, saying how he was going to change his behavior on and off the court. And but that's not. That's that's where we're wrong at. We're wrong at believing him. See, you got to understand. It's not. It's not even about. It's not about. Listen. It's not about us believing him. Mm-hmm. It's about. It's about the 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 lack of change behavior, and now. There are more consequences to follow. So if you don't want said consequences, you might want to change behavior. That's what that's this is him, about. But he's not going to change. See, that's the thing. You can't want people to change. When people get a lot of money and they say, oh, you changed, you changed. You didn't write I change because I'm not, I got to change in order to get ahead. And I'm not blaming his friend because his friend put the phone down as soon as he seen that this guy was just going crazy with a gun in the background. So at first I did blame his friend because I was like, that's why you leave your friends behind. Like when you make Yo, deal, I heard that's just... the same. I heard that's the same <laughs> nigga. And I and I haven't confirmed this. Somebody it's the said same this guy me. that they was with when he with beat the up the 17-year-old. And they said he's the guy with the laser. He's not your yeah, friends, bro. He gotta relax. <laughs> but that's not his fault. That's John Moran's fault. That's what I'm saying. That is that's what I'm not saying. his. It's not even that he's not his friend. That those men or those gentlemen are making you know these choices themselves, and that's why I say I think it's everybody else that is putting this high expectation on him. He clearly is not ready for what has been given to him. So it's not him that's wrong. It's us that's wrong for thinking that he is. He should be given these things. So in other words, let me at least ask, are you saying he hasn't earned, he hasn't earned it, like to get whatever things? On the court, yes, but as a all around person, like as far as you just being a role model and you having to, you know, hold up your end of the bargain, no. Um, I believe that sometimes we put higher expectations on people because of who they are. And we have to understand that this boy is 20 something years old and he's not always going to make the right decisions. He's not always going to be the smartest person in the room. And those are growing pains that he's going to have to, you know, go through. But us as people, as human have to understand this is what happens when you give somebody that's 20 something years old millions of dollars. This is what happens. And so I just think that we need to lower our expectations. And just say, hey, this is who he is. Let him do what he got to do and he'll get through it. And the only way he's going to learn is through tough, tough love. I mean, I respect it because, you know, it's a perspective that I haven't heard and it makes a lot of sense. I don't know that I all the way agree that at least me, myself, and putting like expectations on him. Like, I get what you're saying. I'm simply responding I'm to whatever you I know I know I know me. I'm yeah. I know so I'm I'm making it about me because me personally I'm saying a thing about what's going on and I'm saying I'm reacting or responding to whatever's going on and I'm saying damn bro like <laughs> what the fuck like that's what I'm saying because I yeah I understand all of what you said and we understand about being young and Anybody who's been that age understands all of that. We don't understand what that's like to be mad millions up. We have no idea what that looks like or feels like. Like we have zero idea. So we can't speak to that perspective 
Um, and so that is an element that changes things. I just think from the outside looking in, it looks crazy. And Wolves, I want you to jump in there. Like, what's kind of what's kind of your take on the whole job Morant situation? I think he's intrigued and trying to engulf himself in a lifestyle that doesn't have an happy ending, man. I think I think usually, you know, you start off that way. You know, where you from the communities we from, you start off a certain way. Some things happen in your life and then you overcome it and then you get to the other side and then you, I mean, you do better for yourself. He's actually caught the lick and he's going backwards. He's going like chicken store. You know what I'm saying? Chicken store, 2 a.m. Fiends knocking at your door like, nephew, you got something for me? Like, he's, he's, he's in that realm right now with 40 million in the bank or however many millions in the bank. Usually you start off that way. You're like 15, 13, trying to navigate through the hood and navigate, you know what I'm saying, to get yourself to a better place. You and your family, y'all going backwards. And um, his friends, I mean, at the end of the day, his friends... I, I don't I don't I don't know that whole situation, but at the end of the day, you the breadwinner, bro. If niggas is really your friends, they're gonna tell like I know when I was growing up, they would tell the OGs and the people who's actually doing some conspicuous things on the block or whatever you want to call it, they would tell certain people like, nah, this ain't for you, Shorty. Go to school or oh yeah, you play all right, go yeah, dude, nah, get out of here. This ain't it's about to get real. Y'all niggas get the fuck out of here, little niggas just about to get real out of here, whatever. I don't know how he grew up. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they said he grew up not in the hood, like kind of in a suburb and, you know, nice household, family, whatever, love and all of that. Like, wasn't really like, I don't know if he was, I don't think he was the cool kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. It's a lot going on. He must have met somebody along the way, somebody who's really, really, on that type of time and probably a little bit and manipulative. Yeah. And got him on some, right? He like damn near about to be the black Aaron Hernandez in a minute, goddamn. Dog. Dog. <laughs> Dog. Like, I thought he would probably be funny. Nah, like, okay, word. Okay, All he need is a couple bodies. <laughs> nah, chill. Okay. I don't want to put that on him, but. All it takes is the wrong the wrong night at the bank or some shit. And you got to let off to get out. I, mean, so I don't know. Like, eventually, you have to use the, the, the wrong night at the man. bank is hilarious. Jared, you talking about something? I want to put that on him. He put it on nigga, himself. He Nigga, put that. your body on him. But why is he? Why is the gun here, bro? Why is it like Malcolm? I ain't even going. Mal- Malcolm didn't do this. Malcolm had his fingers here. Pause. Like. Why do you have the gun near your temple, bro? What are you doing? That's what NBA young boy make you do. Apparently, no, make you, you do some crazy. Damn, you bring that's crazy. I was just the music is brainwashing the kids. <laughs> yo, Apparently. yo, we at that age, yo. Because what the fuck else is going on right now? Honestly. Whoever scrubbed through that shit, they was fast as hell, goddamn. You can't what? see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hoggle yeah. game was to a thousand. I think somebody watched that show. Let me see what the hell this nigga done did while he dropped his phone. It's like, oh, uh, that's why he dropped this shit. Yep, going to TMZ with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Word. You probably got a nice little 25K. On the humble, yeah, yo, watching it in real time, bro, there's no way you can't you see, see that shit. I didn't. I had to. I, I had to read the caption of what it said, and then I think I 
caught a freeze frame or something and it was like oh okay but like nah definitely that was, caught a freeze frame well it was mad <laughs> fast mad fast. nobody's eyes are that great superman yeah. superman couldn't see that shit <laughs> that had to be one of his ops one of his riches <laughs> ops. Uh, I, think, I ain't gonna lie my my the ignorance in me was like this nigga want to just get caught with a bigger gun that nigga had the shit you put together and turn into a lighter. <laughs> you know, you got a gun, but it's a lighter, yo. <laughs> <laughs> my, that no I said I got that five. Nah, nah, I just ain't got no butane. Ain't got no butane in it. I got to do some more butane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to show a bigger, a bigger um, whammer. Pause. Damn. Yeah, pause. But I'm yeah, that's you. uh, that's 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 unacceptable. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm a, you know, it's still hope, you know. I'm a hope for John Moran. I'm not going to say I'm a pray because I, I got to use those for something good. I'm a but hope now, for him. Not to cut you now, but now on the flip side, right? Mm-hmm. What is the problem with him showing the hammer? I mean, besides he's in the NBA, but he's not doing nothing like technically wrong, right? If he's in, if he's in a state to carry and he can legally carry or not. So when you are signed to a professional athletic contract. <laughs> there are things in your contract in which you have to represent the brand. In the NFL, it's the shield. You got to protect the shield. I don't know the phrasing for the NBA, but it's the same concept. And so yeah, there are things about conduct outside of your professional workspace. <laughs> yes. It applies. And when you don't- But he's a brand. He's and a, he's and, a brand. and he's a brand. And he's a brand. What I'm so saying you're comes first. Branding yourself as a person who goes around so and see, this is the thing. You don't. I never you're, was intrigued by men. But now I never was intrigued by a man who like held guns around like that because you play too much and the wrong play play. You might be like you know something might go off. I'm not, I'm scared of guns. I don't really like them like that. Like, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not comfortable with them like that. And I understand it's the South. I understand he grew up in the South. So he might be comfortable enough, you know, to have them like that and to play like that. But one wrong move, that could have been wrong. That could have been wrong on so many levels. If he just would have pulled the trigger, what happens then? You know, it, it, what about if it was loaded? What about if you thought you took all the bullets out and you didn't? Like, what about if it was one in the chamber? You just never know. So that right there is you, and I get it. I mean, you are probably allowed to have guns in the state that he was at and doing whatever he was doing. He is a licensed, he might be a licensed gun, a gun holder. I don't know. But the fact that you are that careless with a gun just says a lot about the type of person you are. Not only it's a brand, you're the brand. You're selling yourself. Yeah, you're not conscious enough via your behavior of the brand. Because if you are trying to brand yourself and this is what you're trying to do, you're not going to win. You're an NBA player. You play basketball. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. He I'm could not be branding that. himself to the NRA. I mean, I don't know. You don't ever know who he's trying to brand himself to. You just. I don't know who would see, accept that. 
See, let me tell you something. Hold on. Fuck that. <laughs> no, accept that as that. a brand. Fuck that. Because the man pulled out a gun at the private VIP room in the strip club by himself with strippers. See? That makes absolutely no sense. What, so what are you doing? What are you doing? He might just like guns and he might feel comfortable enough to just, you know, it, and it's no, okay. No, see, no, that's not okay. See, <laughs> it's okay wilding. to have a See, you wilding. No, you are okay wilding. To it's called. It's okay to have a gun collection. I'm not saying that. It's some people who just like guns. No, I'm not saying that bring you them out, bring them out whenever bring them you bring them out, bring them out. No, I'm not saying that. Whenever you hear me. That's what he's doing. Whenever you hear the music, you just bring them guns out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. You're a grand hustle. Come alive with me. <laughs> he had mad trumpets in his head. Like, what's wrong with your man? Who man? It's okay to be nah, a carrier no. and to, you know, see, this is you know, irresponsible behavior. See, it's, it's irresponsible. irresponsible to do that the way that he's doing it. I'm so that's not saying it. that's it. Yeah, that's I it. Said that. <laughs> I said it's okay to like guns if you like them. I mean, I don't care because people from this. People from this up have a different appreciation for, you know, bear your arms than we do. This ain't that. <laughs> well, I know John Moran. I know they normally say NBA saying for never broke again. To that nigga, it's new brandish artillery out there. With that <laughs> new brandish artillery. That motherfucker just gonna keep buying. That, man, it's crazy out here in these streets, man. Yeah, salute though. Hope they get it together, or whatever. Or they get it. I know, I know the Grizzlies. Like, God dang. Yeah, <laughs> hope for job. Eh, we'll see what happens. But um, I did want to mention. I don't know if y'all saw this. So of course we know, um, Jamie Foxx was hospitalized however many weeks ago. Um, I've seen a bunch of reports that things haven't looked the greatest. Um, somebody told me that they saw a post that was from his daughter and she was saying, you know, thank you for your prayers and all of this, but he actually is out of the hospital and has been. And a lot of the reports that you're hearing is just propaganda and lies. Now, I didn't see this post myself. Somebody told me this and somebody told me that it was her on her page. That's all I got for you as far as that's concerned. I don't know if y'all saw that or heard that. Because like I said, everything that I saw concerning the Jamie Foxx uh, situation hasn't been good. I seen that, that she said that he, because um, somebody had posted something was just like he was in, he was still in the hospital, pray, pray for him. And then she said, my father has been in the hospital for several weeks. Uh, we're just doing, we're at home doing recovery. He's fine. He was just playing pickleball or whatever the heck that is but she said that he was in the clear okay cool so <clears throat> that makes me feel a little bit better because like i said i've said it i'll say it again jamie fox is my favorite entertainer because he does everything great and you know you never want to hear that just in general but i really fuck with jamie fox so you know that's that's good news to hear um, so, but still continue prayers for Jamie Foxx. 
Yes, you pray for Jamie Foxx. That is a prayer. Absolutely. 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 Um, but I did want to speak about it, it kind of been, you know, I don't know, a week or two now since the conversation began. But basically, Ebony K. Williams and what's her name? Iana I- I- Ivan, what's her name? Ayana Von Zant. my life, right? I say fix my life. Yeah. Ayana Von Zant. Yes. There you oh. go. Yeah. Okay. So her, her and <laughs> yeah, from my life, from... my life, my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her from uh, you know, Fix My Life. Uh she was, I don't know if it was her show or Ebony K. Williams' show, but they were speaking. Um, and they were doing the interview. And Ayana asked her, would she date a bus driver? And with the stank face, Ebony K. Williams was like, if he owned the bus. And Ayana was like, oh, you know, that's the wrong approach. Um, she basically leaned into her and it was a big conversation online um, about it. Now, we haven't actually spoken about it, but see, I just want to at least just get your initial opinion about just that in itself, like that whole idea, how she responded. I know you've seen the clip, whatever, whatever. Like, what did you think about how she responded, what she said? Did you have a problem with it? Did you agree with her, et cetera? What's your take? Oh, see, see, before you do that, right? <laughs> give, give, give them the... um the context that you gave us before, like with the the pandemic, because you know she was married or engaged or something. Engaged. She was engaged. Yeah. Yeah, so she so was before engaged. you answer that, give them yeah. that, give them that, give them that little gem before you give them that one. Yeah, yeah. Good shot. Good shot. Good shot. She was engaged. She was um supposed to be quarantining with her um her fiance. And he said that he did not want to quarantine with her. Um, he lived, I think she lived in New York, he lived in New Jersey, and he opted to quarantine with his adult children, is what she said. And so he basically was like, I want to, because this is during a pandemic, like when it first started, and we didn't know, you know, what was happening. They were finding bodies, you know, in the um, 18 wheelers in New York from the nursing homes and stuff. It was a scary time. So he opted out to do that. And she um, went on Woody Williams show and said it. And she was just like, they're no longer together. So um, at first, when I first seen the clip um, of her and Ayala, this was on her show. I was like, oh, Ebony is trash. And I was like, I didn't get the full context. After watching the interview and seeing what was said, I can personally say, and seeing her on The Breakfast Club, I can personally say that I understand what she was trying to say. However, she did not um, convey it in the right way, probably for certain people. Um, I understood what she was saying as far as her personal preference. Her personal preference is, I work hard to accomplish things that I've accomplished. I'm not mediocre. I'm not average. I um, am above average. And I get her saying that she's above average and she's exceptional because of what she has accomplished in life. Her accomplishments say that she is. 
However, by her saying that she does not want to date a bus driver or if he owns the bus, she's only saying that and she's speaking to a person's, um, how do I say this? A person's like um, aspirations and dreams and goals. Not saying that you can't drive a bus, but is your dreams and is your aspirations only to drive the bus or are you going to own a bus eventually? Are you going to just work at McDonald's or do you eventually see yourself being an owner of a McDonald's? She wants someone who is thinking in that way. And in that way, I don't feel that she is wrong because it is her personal preference. However, when you speak like that and when you say things like that, it comes off as classes. And I don't want her to come off that way because I do like Ebony, but I don't like the way that she said it about the everyday person. Yeah, I mean, but she's intelligent and she knows how to articulate herself very well and she understands context and she understands interpretation and insinuation and she understands what it means to be responsible and speak responsibly. She understands the audience that she's speaking to the demo that's going to pick it up and that's going to digest it. She understands all of those things as well. That's not expectation because she's someone who clearly sets her expectations high. So she's somebody who understands. I think it was irresponsible. I think that beyond it being irresponsible, I think that I, she. Which part was irresponsible to you? I think it was irresponsible for her to say it in that way. If you go with the idea that you understand what she was trying to say, because you saw the whole interview and you're taking everything in this proper context. If we're, if we're dealing with that pool of information, then I'm saying if you could understand it, maybe somebody else could understand it too. And somebody else. So therefore her as the person that's spewing the message, she understands her voice. She's not new to media or a microphone. Like she understands. So she needs to be more responsible in how she responds because it's going to be interpreted a certain way and you're going to be painted a certain way. Now, if you carry this, I don't care attitude, then, you know, it, it, it just forces you in a corner based on how you're going to be received by the people. And but that's being defensive. That's, that's a defense mechanism when you are not able to, and not saying that she's not able to articulate it the right way. It's just that it was misunderstood and she doesn't know how to, not make it she doesn't know how to bring it back to make it not sound like she's not being that way if you get what i'm saying she doesn't know how to retract it in a way to where as though it will be able to be received by the masses because a lot of the times and that's just like any message a lot of the times your message may not be received by everybody the same way it's going to be perceived this way to that person and this way to the other person. So she's not not saying that she can't like universally tie it in together, but she's just saying, oh, well, if you understood, you understood. If you don't, I don't care. Yeah. Back to that irresponsibility, but to each his own. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's prerogative. It's, it's her prerogative as well. But I didn't like that, though. Like, I didn't, I didn't like the. Um, I didn't like it either. That when she said when she said it again, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Wolves. On one side, she has the right to put any kind of uh asterisk on the person mm -hmm. that she's looking for, right? That's her prerogative. That's I mean, that's her. You know what I'm saying, but on the other hand, 
you're going to kind of limit yourself to fate and just finding somebody who genuinely is going to love for you because you have all these, uh, you know what I'm saying, all these guidelines and stipulations. Yeah, because, you know, in a perfect world, you're supposed to meet somebody who's who's compatible with you and, you know, all that fairy tale shit. So, like, you having a certain starting point, you know what I'm saying? Like, because a nigga could tell you all the fly shit, and if he ain't he piece of shit, he piece of shit. He could tell you, like, yeah, I'll I plan on, nigga finna own this. You know what I'm saying? Nigga finna, <laughs> nigga finna own this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to worry about that. <laughs> I got this you covered. Be <laughs> yeah. you know it's going to be mine in a couple years. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So, ain't, ain't, I think, you know, she's, at the end of the day, she's a lawyer too, so she definitely knows the power of words and the and the and the context and how to use how to say certain things mad different ways. There you go. There you go. No, no, her. No, no. See, she's a lawyer. She studied law. <laughs> no, I'm just saying though, on both sides, because at the end of the day, she has the prerogative. It's, it's, if she wants to date a certain person that look a certain way, a certain height, certain pocket, certain credit score, that's on her. Hold up, exactly. hold up, sidebar, hold up, real quick, real quick. <laughs> Lost boys. <laughs> she wants to be a lawyer. Another word, shorty studies law. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna meet Mr. Cheeks <laughs> with, the, with, the young, with, the, with the young asterisk. <laughs> hey, but yo. There's a, but there's a only, there's only a certain subset of men. That's what like Dr. Umar was basically saying. Like she, she, the guy that she was engaged to, he was white. So you're. You're going to <laughs> hold on, time out, hold on, hold on. We got to cut real quick. I got to play some of this Dr. Umar shit. This shit is comic gold. Hold on. We can't talk out both sides of our mouth, sister. We can't talk out both sides of our mouth. I didn't disagree with much of what you said today, but that's not what you said the other day, sister. You was talking down to working class blacks. You are a bourgeoisie. You are a bourgeoisie feminist, and I hope to God you wasn't engaged to no white man, because I thought somebody said you was engaged to a white man. Eric Ebony, I better not find out your ass was swimming in the milk. If I find out your ass was swimming in the milk, I'm going to lose a lot of respect for you, sister. Because what that tells me, if you were with a damn Neanderthal snow puppy, then you're telling me, at the end of the day, you are trying to condemn black men to justify dating white. If you are an interracial dater, if you are a bunny hopper, then what you are telling me is your whole diatribe, your whole rant against black men driving the bus was a justification so you can date a white man. I hope that ain't the case. I hope that ain't. You spoke well today, my sister. You still didn't deal with collective work and responsibility, though. I still heard a lot of Eurocentric individualism. I still heard a lot of Eurocentric individualism. And I don't know where you've been getting your reports from, sweetheart, but we got two million Africans with college degrees unemployed. You got to go look at your census data a little bit better because I heard a whole lot of Eurocentric pull yourself up by your bootstraps individualism. I didn't hear a single group solution on that conversation today from Sister Evan. I'm just keeping it real. No disrespect. I, I respect my sister. Very articulate, well-spoken, but I don't hear a lot of conscious energy coming from her. A lot of my middle-class bougie black sisters, they on that individualism, Europeanism. 
Yo, that's <laughs> Yo. Yo. Dr. Umar is hilarious, huh? <laughs> hilarious, yo. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Umar is crazy. But um, <laughs> um so, so as far as what you were saying about Dr. Umar, like continue that that thought. I was just saying that she was with a a, a white, you know, man. <laughs> and <laughs> that's where that leaves you because a lot of men and this is not true for all but most black men who are you know who get money and everything they pretty much lean into that white side you know they they go after that white woman whoa gotta um, stop you no no you just said most yeah most black men Fuck no. most rich successful black men that are on her level what she would say mostly have white women by their side fuck that <laughs> what are you talking about that that's just what the statistics show you that's real it's not like fake i didn't make this up and i'm not trying to look at look at the nba and the nfl in the milk exactly <laughs> nigga says swimming in the milk is hilarious yo <laughs> First of all, i don't know how he comes up with this stuff on the fly on the but... fly <laughs> on the fly is crazy yo but that's what that's what happens. And that's why people champion Jalen Hurts so much, because the man has a black woman by his side. He had a black agent, like a, a, a full woman team like he is, you know, for us. So they follow people like that because most men and I'm not trying to bring him into it, but Pat Mahomes don't got that. You know, so you look at those two different people and you see two different things. So with her, it's a slim pool. And so she's basically just like, I, I don't want to say that she is um, classes. I don't want to say that, but I will say that for her to use those type of words, make it seem like that way to me. And that's why you want to say it. You just don't like how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think that that was her intention. You know how you, I don't think that that was her intention to downplay black men and, and to do that or whatever. And, she and said, y'all niggas ain't shit. And if you ain't this, then I don't give a fuck. And yes, that's her right. But fuck out of here, you snobby. I'm not going to say it. But yeah, but that's all people. But but when you have the, you know, when you have the ability to say this is what I want and this is who I want and this is my criteria. Good luck. That's pretty much. Good yeah, luck. I mean, good that's fucking pretty much luck. what you get. But you I get, do you get say single. This, you get single and agitated. But I do want to say this separate from that. I do want to say that I think it's trash that some women, and I'm not saying this, this is what Black women always say, and I've seen this in the comments, they were just like, why is it always a Black woman's job to bring the man up or do whatever? No, it's not always the Black woman's job to bring a man up, but it would be nice if you would help somebody, because sometimes not all men are given the same chances and given the same um you know, circumstances that you are given. And if that man is given some help, who knows where he could be? He could be the CEO of, you know, the next big company in the world. That's what most of these, you know, not trying to say like that, but these white women have done. The McKenzie's of the world, the McKenzie's, uh, McKenzie, the, the Jeff Bezos ex-wife or whatever. That's what she did. The um, 
Bill Gates' ex-wife. That's what they did. They worked with them. They weren't the most richest man in the world, but they had a vision. And so we as Black women have to stop saying, oh, it's our time. Why do we have to lift a man up? Or why do we have to do this for a man? You never know what that man could become. If you, if he has the vision and you have the funds and you put those things together, he could probably make something of it. I'm not saying get that man all your rent money, but I'm saying, you know, <laughs> invest in your relationship and invest in his vision. There's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with being a partner. And we have to stop thinking that we need to, you know, just don't, if he ain't got nothing, I don't want to be with him. No, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> I think, I think, the, <laughs> I think the, the, the uproar too is that now we view by her talking that or, or responding that way, she's no different than the women that's at, um, you know, at the, um, at the all-star weekend waiting to, um, catch some of the freshmen's lacking. Waiting to mm -hmm. exhale. <laughs> oh, inhale, either way. Man. <laughs> He's a good man, Savannah. I don't want to wait in vain for your love. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> thing is, it's, it's, it's your preference. And by all means, you know, power to you, more power to you in which you do. I just am not. I've never been the type of person that said like, oh, you work here. Oh, I can't F with you. That never, your job never made me see what kind of character you have. The only character that, that it gave me was that you are a hardworking individual. You like to make an honest living. Well, see, you know, I don't know how many episodes they done said it, but say what you always say about Steve Jurors. Yeah, you're not the same. You don't count. You don't count. <laughs> you understand everything. <laughs> you got it. Everything. You got it a long time ago. Cut it out. <laughs> Get sturdy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, like in the words of Jamie Foxx, I don't need. Hey, I don't need. Next day, that's all fire, son. That's a sleep. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. That is a sleeper. Yeah, that shit. I threw that shit on at the um at the jaw, see? Yeah, you did. And that was good <laughs> <laughs> look. Word it up. was crazy. <laughs> you crazy for this one, Rick. <laughs> no, but you know when you really got him though? Wait, you made him mad though. You made him mad for a little bit. When you played that Fantasia when I see you and they were sitting down eating, they was mad. <laughs> That's my oh, shit. That's my it shit. Like, I scribbled at the That shit always gonna be fire. I don't care. That shit's coming on. I don't care. Did y'all see that Jennifer <laughs> Hudson said oh, her fantasia? Hey, yes, go ahead. Said her fantasia for the verses. She is delusional. <laughs> Ooh, she is a dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jazz uh uh Jennifer Hudson said that she would want Fantasia in a versus. But did she say she wanted her? Or did they suggest it? Because he said as soon as you... That. What's wrong with that? It's not nah. going to work out for her. <laughs> <laughs> she does, what song What song she got, Wolves? What she got? Wolves. What's, what's her yeah. shit? What's her joint? She got the dream girl shit. Yeah, all right. 
That's that's winning in what round? <laughs> what round? What round? She taking with that? <laughs> she do got a couple of songs. She got a song with Neo that yeah, I like. The spot, the spotlight joint. Come on. No, no, that's not that one. She got the song with Neo. It's like I'm leaving tonight. Um, it was cool. She got, she got yeah. two max. <laughs> I mean, how many Fantasia got? More than two. Like ten. So you saying that'd be the female version of a? a... Mario and, and um, <laughs> a Mario and oh, oh, nah, I, Jennifer Hudson gotta relax. <clears throat> we don't want that. It's like when two chains was up there talking to Ross, and we was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Ross, that's what I hey, do with who I do it for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, the nigga Ross said, Now, this is where it starts to get different. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that Yo, was a tragedy. That's crazy. Yo, shout out to Ross, man. Ross is bodying the game. Like, he's bodying the game, yo. Ross is like, he's like the tear under Hovenel. Like, he has really established himself and branched off in the mad different shit. The agricultural lick is crazy. Like, he won crazy with that. Also, you know, he has his car show. So this is the second annual car show that's coming up. Uh, I believe it's the first weekend in June. And, bro, it's like 350 <laughs> to get in, period. Now, he also made his property because, you know, he collect cars. He got all his old schools or whatever. And he has a certain amount of cars to where he was able to call it a lot. And so that's like a super tax break and like he's just he's he's on some other shit bro he's killing it he's killing it and i just think that you know he should be saluted i didn't see his drink champs episode but i did see that he was on there and i definitely intend to watch that but salute the ross because he been killing shit and he's still nice he still makes good music like (laughs) so shout out to ross um let me see what else did i have um NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. So game seven is already taking place at this point. Eastern Conference Finals is upon us. The Western Conference Finals is upon us. We got Boston and Miami. We got the Lakers and Denver. Uh C. You are the last standing member of the playoff run. So, <laughs> so uh you you go ahead and uh say your piece for, for your team and uh you know represent, represent whatever it is you need to do. <laughs> the floor is yours. If they needed help, all they had to do was just call me. I could have got them 10, <laughs> the least off <laughs> least off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> they have one. Yeah, but I, I mean, I knew they was going to lose when they didn't win in Philly. I just knew it. So, RIP. I feel like flying to Philly and shave that damn beard off his damn face. All damn. he wanted to do was hang around little baby. <laughs> and hand out watches. That's all he wanted to do. Yeah, that combination, that combination is interesting. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just. I mean, whatever. 
we did what we had to do. We tried, but we'll be back next year. So whatever. Yeah, Philly, uh, I didn't, you know, I Boston, I thought was the better team. They just weren't fully playing like it early. And once they hit a different gear, and shout out to Jason Tatum because he's he's Damn. yeah, and but he's he's who I liked him to be. I'm a Duke fan, so you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's just when you know somebody's supposed to be that and then they do that and then they do it again, like that's what you want to see in sports. Like that's what makes the shit exciting to really see the greats and the best do the do do bestest things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like and do great things. So um shout out to Jason Tatum. His last six quarters were uh were amazing. And uh I think that Boston's gonna go to the finals. I think that Boston's gonna go to the finals. I believe that um they're the better team, in my opinion, and they still gotta go out there and do it. But uh I think that they they will. As far as the Western Conference finals, Wolves, man. What you thinking? How you feeling? I got I got Miami and um Miami and LA. I had Miami and LA too. Yeah, I got Miami and LA. I think um mm-hmm. and contingent of poetic Jimmy, poetic justice. No, if Jimmy Buckets is, is is not injured. I think he's gonna leave it all on the floor. He's the only player in the in the playoffs right now to me, besides a couple players from the Nuggets that'll leave it on the floor. I mean um my man, my man from Boston too. I think he'll he'll leave on Brown. Yeah, Brown. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, right? Jalen, mm-hmm. Yeah, him too. Jalen Brown been off though. He been off. Nah, but he been playing with that mask. He been playing good and shit. I'm like, take that mask off. I wanted somebody <laughs> to poke him. <laughs> poke that mask. Yeah. I think um LeBron healthy LeBron and A D, they I mean they should be able to pull it through. Yo, that's amazing, yo. I, it, it's so, it's so amazing that it's still like, am I gonna see this? Like, cause this is the script. They didn't been wrote this script. But that's why I said poetic <laughs> justice because L.A., Miami, come on, like you back in, come on, man. That's too crazy, bro. That's too much. That's too much, yo. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going by. Like you said, Tatum did have six quarters. I was fired, but for the most part, the series he wasn't playing that great, in my opinion. Nah, he wasn't. So and you can't play like how you just played with Embiid and them. You can't play like that with Miami. Nah. They go on. I don't know, but if Jimmy Buck, I well, no, well, what I will say is Miami plays like a complete team. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They play like a complete team. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, they do because. And the, I but yeah, Jimmy Buck has got to be on the floor, no question. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely, that's why he's there. But if he's on the floor, like that, it's over. I'm just right? pissed we got rid of him. Like, what the hell was we like? Every night when I looked at him win, and I was just <laughs> like, this man <laughs> taking the shirt off and with it. I'm like, how did we get rid of him? I'm glad he got rid of that hair. Oh yeah, that yeah. was crazy, yo. Yeah, that I was, mean, nah, no. Nope. You see, ain't toting guns. Shit, I rather, <laughs> I rather you have your hair. <laughs> Nasty. Jaw ja versus Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy ja, Jimmy Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> 
the real, real pump daddy around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yo. Yeah, but I don't really think the Joker going to make it. And if he do, I'd be surprised. But I think it's going to be L.A. And, um, and Miami, too. I don't really... It's not that I don't see it for Boston. It's just that... I, okay, I kind of got a grudge with Boston because I didn't like the way they did that man. It made a dope, whatever. I don't like the way they did him. So I really don't want them to prosper. Uh, yeah, so uh, Boston. So the thing about Boston is right. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't care for Boston, like the town, the place, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the energy, you know what I'm saying? Especially surrounding sports and especially what like Celtics, Patriots, what that means, like, especially Patriots, more Patriots than Celtics in my lifetime, because my lifetime wasn't the Larry Bird super racist shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You still had Paul Pierce and them getting getting busy and Antoine Walker and all of them. Like, that still was like, it didn't feel that racy, racy, even though you know that's what it is. But New England feels like that. Like, that shit just is like, ugh. Like, you know what I mean? I think that on that side of the coin, I don't fuck with Boston. But for one, wifey's a Boston fan. And for two, I like Jason. T- um, J- yeah, I like um Jason Tatum, and um I like Jalen Brown. So I've been watching them more, and I just think that I'm cheering for them at this point. <laughs> That's really what it is for me at this. point. I get what you're saying as far as the the Patriots being more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like. Ugh. I it's like yeah. that's how I feel about it because it's nasty over there. Yeah, but when you come to you're the not welcome. Side, you're not welcome. Yeah. I don't feel the warmth, but I did feel the love when you were talking about the Celtics, like the old Celtics, mm-hmm. like the Paul Pierce, the anything mm-hmm. is possible. Like that yeah. shit, I felt mm-hmm. that. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right. But I still, it's still F Boston. I don't care. I could dig it. I could oh, dig it. And then Red okay. Sox, you know, I don't have any ties because I'm not a Yankee fan, but you know, that, that rivalry is just, that's as ugly as they get too. And I definitely don't want to be in Boston for no Red Sox game either. <laughs> They're called the Red Sox too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cap moving right along. Moving <laughs> along. Shout out, shout out Al Horford or Delomino, que lo que my knee got to sabe loco. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Dominicans Papi. in the building, you know what I'm saying? Papa. Sound culture. That's sound culture. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I'm over here, like, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say. <laughs> I couldn't, my shit was my computer wasn't computing fast enough. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to just let him get his shit off. Now, where Al Horford is crazy. Like, Al Horford is a major, that's another one. He's another one. He's a major, <laughs> a major part of this team. Yeah. Major, and I now, like, and I get what you're saying—the complete team aspect of it all. Yeah, I get that. You're right, yeah. but I, I and don't know. I and I and I was feel I was rocking with them with you know Eme. It's the same squad, you know. what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. the same. I like Grant Williams. He's a dog, yo. He's scrappy, bro. He one of the scrappiest players in the league, yo. He's scrappy. That's the perfect description for Grant Williams. You scrappy, yo. <laughs> now that's a fact. <laughs> That's a Yo, fact. You? <laughs> and smart. You can't sleep on smart too. Smart be keeping That's what you. I'm saying active. like that shit. Yeah. I fuck. I fuck with the vibes. I just his I hair is confusing, but yeah, smart. I fuck, I fuck with, with that energy. I fuck with the vibes. Yo, they got a nice little. You know what I mean? I fuck with the vibes. 
Yeah, I get it, but nah. Some games in, you'll know. You'll know who gonna do what. They nah. play on Thursday. I think so. Mm, okay. I know Brian play on Tuesday, so. Yeah, so man. You might play Wednesday or Thursday. Either or. I got Red Brian now. Now Yo, I gotta. It's so crazy watching Brian because. In my mind, I, I well, not even in my mind, but I'm watching the game, right? And I'm seeing, like, yeah, it is in my mind. <laughs> in my mind, I'm feeling like Bron is saying, all right, this is how I got to set the tone, or this is what I got to do in order to make sure that we're in this position. Like, I feel like I can see him turn that shit on. It's, yo, it's the wildest thing to watch, yo. <laughs> it's the wildest thing to watch. I'm watching the games, like, yo, I cannot believe this guy. <laughs> Like, I can't believe this guy. Like, the, a lady the other day told me that, you know, she, you know, hope anybody went but LeBron. She wasn't a fan of LeBron. I'm like, damn, yo. What? Like, wh-? I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, you know, but you just, you just got to let it, you just got to let it go. <laughs> nah, that, that hate is something serious. And I don't even, like, I'm not the, the, the biggest A fanatic. LeBron. Right, right. I'm not a fanatic. Fan, but my, um. My other half is, and he's. I was like, when I first met him, I was like, "What's your favorite team?" He said, "LeBron." So I knew from there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew from there we was going like, "What's your favorite basketball team?" Because I knew his football team, but I knew he was going to always rep him. But and I being around him made me start to appreciate him more. I could say that because at first I was like, "I don't get the hype. I like stuff," but like. I get it. And you can like both and you can appreciate both for different things. No, nah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's facts. Um, but uh who do you think? Oh, you said LA Miami too. Yeah, I'm I'm going LA Miami. Um no, but see, you said that too, right? Oh yeah, I've been wagging that. I got right on that wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Woo, Boston, LA, man, it's classic. It's you know classic. What's crazy? Either way, as long as LA win, either way, that shit gonna write itself. Bro, this shit too crazy, bro. It's this only shit... gonna be crazy if Denver win. Yeah, it Denver. is crazy if Denver win. <laughs> it is. It is. But he's been playing good. They've been playing good. They been yo. He had 53 and lost though. <laughs> Like, that's different, yo. That's a different type of pain. You feel that. Like, you feel that in the gut, yo. You feel that in the gut. Like, you had 53 and we lost? It don't matter that it was a close game. It was like four, six points, something like that. But, like, yo, I would be, yo. That is nasty. I probably wouldn't show up. That hurts, yo. That hurts. I don't care who you are. That shit hurts. Mm -hmm. That's a little nasty. (laughs) Ain't that, ain't that much teamwork in the world? <laughs> There's a lot about your team when you got half of the points. I know they mm, still mm, taking M's. Um, yeah, so uh so it's gonna be interesting, but the playoffs still have been great all or both rounds. So uh I happy I'm happy for that. Um and then football, you know, uh I don't want to really want to talk about football, honestly. Um, I'm not really happy with anything that we did in the draft. Yeah. I'm not happy. Raiders. I'm not happy. They drafted me. <laughs> I'm the new running back. 
<laughs> nah, I ain't gonna hold you though. Um, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. The running back dude look alright, but um, yeah. How you feel, Wolves? Las Vegas. Yeah. I think we good. I think we got we got decent. <laughs> I don't think we don't. I don't think we um. Ready for prime think, time? No, I don't think no pieces really changed like the dynamics. Like we ain't pick nobody up, whether in the draft or like um trades or free agency that that's really like we ain't do a Jets. We ain't get Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? Right. I think that move, I like that move. How y'all feel about that Aaron Rodgers move? Yeah, he in New York. It's sink or swim. He either gonna be swimming in the milk. Like that's crazy. <laughs> oh, gonna be swimming in swimming. Oh, he is gonna be floating on the Hudson. Nah, that nigga got the nah. <laughs> Either gonna Yo. be swimming in the milk or floating on the Hudson because they're gonna cook his ass. He do bad out here. You know what's crazy and ironic? It seems like all of the great Green Bay quarterbacks go to the Jets. <laughs> Cause Brett Favre did the same shit the same way. Held them up. Waited mad long for the announcement and then went over there. You know what I'm saying? And we know then, he's then he rocked up. Then he went to Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota and almost went again. He was yeah. a, he was a fumble away, a mishandle of a football away from going again. And he was looking, he was looking crazy that year. Uh-huh. But um Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I think that that uh changes things. He bought his niggas over there. He people he's familiar with. He's still Aaron Rodgers. It don't have to necessarily be MVP of the league. He's still one of them, and I think that that is going to cause some disruption in that division. I understand that Josh Allen is there. I understand that Tua is there, but Tua ain't ain't him. It's uh, New York, man. Yeah, it's New York. You play a little the energy different. It's yeah. cold. I mean, he used to the cold, but it's like he gonna not. Nah, it's gonna be swagged out. It's gonna be different. Yeah. I hope we go on this Joe Namath. You go on yeah. Joe Namath. It's, it's lit this year. That's fire. <laughs> That's fire. Word up. Um, so yeah, but we got a ways for football, so uh no need to go there. Uh power didn't drop this week. I wanted to see the Dear Mama Tupac story. I still haven't seen that yet. And I also wanted to see the movie Air. Yeah, you said um, power. Hold on, hold on, but you said power this week. Nigga, you said what? As far as I'm concerned, goddamn. What you mean? Nigga, they leak. They talk about a leak. But <laughs> chill. I, but chill. I, I ain't see the yeah, leak. Yeah, I seen it. I ain't see the leak, so I ain't. Mine was clear. No, I'm, yeah, I'm with you, brother. If you want to see this shit, HD. Yo, what's up, bro? <laughs> hey, man. I seen it too, Woos. Both episodes. Did you see both? No, I ain't say, I ain't saying what happened. I'm just saying you, you speak for yourself when you said power ain't dropped this week. Yeah, it dropped for us. <laughs> All right. That shit dropped. <laughs> shit drinkity drinkity drops. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> yeah, that shit. I don't know. Wait till you see it. <laughs> Chill, we'll talk man. about it next week. <laughs> Chill, you're scared, man. Look, 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 keep, no, look, but keep, I just keep, get pissed. I'm gonna rewatch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I get pissed because they be trying to act like Tyreek ain't got no family, and he don't. And he needs some help, like some type of family. I just feel bad for him, like a cousin or something. <laughs> 
Somebody oh, gotta be a shooter. <laughs> a distant cousin gotta be. <laughs> yeah, they can give meth two brothers in one season. We damn sure can get a cousin goddamn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, gave, they gave meth twins. <laughs> I need somebody to help poor Tyreek. Hey, so real quick, I want to ask y'all um, a question, right? Because I saw this headline and I want to get y'all thoughts on this. So it said, a Florida teacher says she's under investigation after showing a fifth, showing her fifth grade class a Disney movie with the gay character. Now, she's complaining. Uh, it's a movie called Strange World, a 2022 animated Disney movie featuring a character who is biracial and gay. She's That's under. I didn't see that movie on the app. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Disney Never Plus, heard of it. <laughs> Word up. What Disney movie she got? got there. That Listen. shit is not on the app. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on in Florida. And Strange a, what? Strange World. A Disney movie. A Disney movie. You sure it ain't a collab or something like this? <laughs> <laughs> <A> Pixar? <laughs> yeah. The animated film Strange World released last year told the story of a family of explorers and starred the voices of Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, and Lucy Liu. The movie also featured Disney's first ever out gay character, Voiced by comedian Jacoby Young White. Strange world. Oh, that's that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what movie that is now. I mean, they ain't promoted like that. Oh no, brother. I How old are these people? Fifth grade. Her she's a teacher, and this is her fifth grade class. So clearly she went off script. <laughs> and apparently oh, well, it's definitely off script and double off script if it's Florida. Florida, they don't play that. Yeah, no. yeah, double. She but might get lynched in Florida. Age-wise, age she good. How 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 old are you in the fifth grade? Ten, eleven. So the I law. I don't think she good. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, she not, she not. So the law bans certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom, and it DeSantis and other supporters pushed the measure as a form of parental parental rights. While opponents of the LGBT, all right, I don't care about that. The law initially banned instruction. The law initially banned instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity from kindergarten through third grade, or in a way deemed not age appropriate for all other grades. But it has since been expanded to limit such information all through high school. Teachers who violate the state policy can be suspended or have their teaching licenses revoked. Or lynched in Florida because they do that down there. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust Florida. They lynch white people. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I've never if heard you of this. Teach about if you teach about that gay stuff, they will. I and critical race theory. I, I'm not even going to talk about that word anymore. We could skip that. <laughs> they but, do. But um, yeah. What's what's your thoughts? Do y'all think that take a side, take Florida side, just say teacher classroom fifth grade. See, you're a mom. Who's your father? See, like, what 
do do you feel a way if your child is in fifth grade and um she maybe hasn't been exposed to certain things and she comes home and tells you about this movie she saw at school do you feel a way it depends on how like what it was talking about um do i feel a way that it was a, like if it was part of the curriculum no um, because typically you would see the curriculum before your child goes to that school and you know what they're going to teach them. Um, if this is completely off script, yes. Um, do I feel a way about you teaching my child about sex? Because that's basically what that is. Um, anytime you teach about, you know, sexual orientation. Yeah, that's sex. And I feel like I had sex ed in middle school. So that can wait until middle school not necessarily in elementary school because I don't want them thinking about sex. I want them to be thinking about, you know, math and, <laughs> you know, coding if they can. <laughs> Let me ask you this. This is kind of on a tangent, but piggybacking off of what you were saying, like, all right, you said you learned you had sex ed in middle school. So how much of your brain is able to see a world where because things are different and things are moving faster and kids are learning things earlier, would you ever see it appropriate to learn about certain things earlier than we learned about certain things? Like but that's up to me to introduce that. Um, right, I right. learned about health and stuff and health was basically body parts. It wasn't so much. We didn't learn about sex, I believe, until like seventh or eighth grade or around that time, maybe eighth grade or something. But I mean, by that time, I knew what it was, you know, you know mm. what that stuff is or whatever. But at the same time, it's up to me as the parent to introduce these things to my child. Right now, we live in a world where you're going to see two moms, two dads picking up kids from school or whatever. It's going to happen. So you have to be, you know, open to that question or you have to be open to explain that to your child. I don't feel like it's the school's responsibility to parent your child. Yeah. Uh, well, Wolves, uh, I'll I'll let you jump in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing. Um, I don't see what th that was gonna like, what that was gonna teach them, and what I mean, it's Disney, so they wasn't really gonna get too too crazy. But at the same time, Disney do get crazy on the low. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so. I don't see what she was trying to like. What what was the ben the the benefits of that there's mad different movies she could have shown them that probably would have got the point across and, and i don't know i don't know if she's a part of the community herself i don't know that information um i mean we could speculate right normally people who are in that community wants to like you know educate educate broaden the horizons or like <laughs> try to like debunk certain myths or what i don't know what they'd be trying to do to be honest Besides telling a nigga like, yo, X and Y, motherfucker. Like, not <laughs> I don't know what else to say. X and O, nigga. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day. X and O. <laughs> either you can have children or you're going to have to find somebody to have children with. That's that's, that's the way it goes. I mean, doctors you see. I don't give a fuck who you pray to. I don't give a fuck what committee you didn't pay dues to. I don't give a fuck what rally you went to, nigga. <laughs> the motherfucking the brat out here looking like the brat, motherfucking taking 
putting holes in jerseys, nigga, to show and prove that she's pregnant. But yet, I'm the nigga in this relationship, goddamn. So, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like she says, the world we live in. I'm pregnant, like but I'm, I'm the nigga. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Oh, shit. A whole yo. jersey, nigga. <laughs> She didn't get the chain, do a belly like a chain, do a T top. No, she just put a whole circle in the jersey. She ain't turned this shit into a tank top. She ain't turned this shit into a mini jersey. Not man. And then she, you know, she did. She put the lining back in and everything. It wasn't just she coughed the hole. That shit was made perfect. Yeah, I can't deal. Yes, I don't know. I mean, I know it's definitely too young, no matter how what side of the fence you're on, whether you, you know what I mean? It's, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to go with the age. It's definitely too young to be explaining, trying to explain, like, why why James got two mommies and shit. So, they get a little older, I'll explain it. They ain't going to understand. They're going to be like, ooh, what? Cooties and all that shit? Forget yeah. about it. So, <laughs> you gonna go down a rabbit hole with the motherfuckers. Yeah, it worked for two hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mad as hell. Like you, you, you start, you start scratching. Yeah, like damn, yeah. damn. Why? I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> that's what you hit it with. You get. That's all you got out of that. <laughs> out of all the stuff I told you, that's all you got. That's all you picked up on, huh? Get your ass in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Word up. Word up, that's funny as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that that was that was that's wild. That's wild. Um, Florida is wild. I ain't got time for them. They about to stop uh, teaching about. I, I read something about them stop teaching about minority or something. It was like a minority races or well, something. I, I I don't I think. Because I, I might be confusing them with Texas, but I think they might be banning critical race theory. They banned it in Florida, but it was something about race that they were. So they're not um, teaching about slavery anymore or something like that? No. No? They're taking the word slave out. That's what it is. They're taking the word slave out and putting on. Um, oh, indentured servant or some shit like that? I mean, even yeah, if you call yeah. it an indentured servant, it's still the same thing. It's still slavery. They don't want white kids to feel bad about what their ancestors did to black people. Um, but it's not them that did it. So I don't understand it. That's like really misconstruing everything. Well, the thing is we all connected, right? So the same way that we had we didn't meet any of <laughs> our ancestors from whatever tribe we came from, like we're still connected in some way, um, lineage-wise. And because of that, it's there's a certain amount of shame and so because you have the power to switch some shit up they do that and curve and and deny and all of the above as much as they can because it's a certain amount of shame attached and they don't want that on their jacket because they want to always kind of appear holier than now like, and I get that the shame should allow you to make your wrongs your rights. And that's what they don't want the world to see is that they don't want to correct the mistake. They want to be able to erase it. It's called evil. <laughs> <laughs> Devil. <laughs> the Anglo-Saxon. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. a fact, though. Like it's it's 
It's different. It's different, yo. It's different. It's a different level of evil tree. It really is. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Prove me wrong. People. Now. <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, that's wild. So yeah, I don't got any shows. Um I already said what I want to see. Did you have anything else before we got out of here? Breaking news. No news. No new news. No new news. No new news. Nah, that's a good one to end on. It's a good one to end on. So yeah, on that note, we're gonna get out of here. But of course, like I say every week, the content is uh provided and curated by yours truly on the on the uh on the weekly. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, and make sure that y'all do your job, and that's your job. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Man, this shit so ill that we had to restart it. H time on second home like I'm James Harden. Money counter go brr when you selling out the garden. Four car garage, four star Minaj's Birdman go brr cause he know this shit retarded. Fuck on the floor before we make it to the bed. Switch your ass really call started from the bottom, yes lord. OVO sound, man, I'm proud of my niggas. Knew that we would make it, never doubted my niggas. All my bitches love me, if I had a baby mama, she would probably be richer than a lot of you niggas. Ayy, that's luxury, dawg. Day one niggas, man, you stuck with me, dawg. Ever since you two niggas been calling me the leader of the new school. Fuck with me, dawg, yeah. No. No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. Still here with my day one nigga, so you hear me say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. Still ride with my day one niggas, I don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. I stay down from day one, so I say fuck all y'all niggas.